last week I had a couple of weddings and there was a young groomsman who uh, came up to me and he said, you know, I don't feel like I'm part of the Catholic Church. I said, well, what does that mean? And he said, well, I just, I'm not. And I, I think I want to be, but I'm not. From Chicago, it's the Old St. Pat's Podcast, a show that highlights weekly reflections from Old St. Patrick's Church. Do you ever get nervous throwing out an invite to someone who you have no idea whether or not they will take you up on your offer? The chance of rejection might hold you back, but what if it was the one thing they want and needed to feel welcome to join you? Some people might need that invitation, extra encouragement and reassurance that they belong and are on the right path, just like the 45,000 runners in the Chicago Marathon felt this past Sunday as they conquered 26.2 miles. All the runners, including our own Father Tom Hurley and 70 Crossroad Runners, relied on thousands of fans lining the streets to cheer them on. With invitation, applause, and appreciation, the marathon of life is so much more fun. On today's episode, Father Hurley reminds us that no matter what group or community you're part of, sometimes it's not always on the outsider to interject and connect. Sometimes it's on us to provide the invitation. It's uh, probably not real good practice uh, when you are uh, residing in liturgy uh, to uh, make the admission that uh, I'm not well prepared tonight. Uh, and I apologize, uh, but in the order of full transparency, uh, you should know I was a little busy for about uh, five hours uh, this, after, uh, this morning. But um, um, yeah, so anyhow. Uh, that's just the way to, not, I've got more to say, but I, I really did work on stuff uh, over the week, but uh, nothing really nothing really finalized out of the oven, if you know what I mean. But uh, my mother, uh, when we were kids growing up, um, you know, we usually had a, a dinner on Saturday nights, and uh, we'd invite, invite over our grandparents and uh, a couple great aunts, and uh, Sunday was kind of, you know, leftovers, and so... Um, so it's Sunday, so here are some leftovers uh, for you, okay? Uh, sometimes it's even better the second time uh, around, at least that's what she told us. But actually, um, last week uh, I had a couple of weddings and I went to one of the uh, wedding receptions um, because they really wanted me to go and I felt uh, very obligated to go to this particular reception. Unfortunately, I can't go to all of them. And uh, I was there at the reception and uh, there was a young groomsman who uh, came up to me, and uh, this was, I got there later, I, I try to time it where I'm not there for the entire cocktail party, I try to get there right at the time for dinner, and uh, so he was kind of well-oiled already, and uh, he, had, he certainly had been there right at the beginning of the cocktail hour, but, uh, so we had this conversation, and it was actually a good conversation, it wasn't uh, just because he was well-oiled, but um, he he came up and he, he just, uh, on one hand, was very grateful. And he was very grateful for the experience that he had here uh, at Old St. Patrick's for the, the wedding liturgy. Um, but then he started getting into it and he said, you know, uh, I got to be honest with you. He said, I, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm part of the Catholic Church. I said, well, what does that mean? And he said, well, I just, I'm not. And I, I think I want to be, but I'm not. And then he went on to talk, he's from New York, works in New York, and he said, it's just really hard to find a place. And it's hard to find a place to connect with. And it's hard to uh, get up on Sunday and go to a place, and I don't really have a place, 
And, um, and the places that I've been have not been really, you know, really a wow. And uh, so it's been really difficult to connect. So he says, I don't think I'm really part of the Catholic Church. I said, well, that's baloney. I said, yes, you are. And you'll always be. I think a lot of times what happens is that we think we're kind of on the outs. Because maybe we don't, uh, you know, we're not in the same step. That maybe we think because we don't have this all together, uh, or perhaps maybe this isn't a regular routine in our life, that maybe we're out. And it seems to me that this text tonight is one that says that's, that's baloney. Because the onus isn't just on you. The onus is also on me and us. And here, here I'm standing here admitting, yeah, you know, I'm not really well prepared uh, tonight. But in some ways, I think I feel prepared enough. Because I think he prepared me. And he's not only the one who has prepared me, I've been prepared by many other conversations. And it seems more now in these most recent years than when perhaps I was first ordained. And people who struggle to connect. And they struggle particularly to connect to this thing called the Catholic experience. And people who struggle because they can't find a place to connect with. They're not quite sure because of maybe their, their life situation that maybe they feel welcomed enough. Or perhaps the people in our world or in our church, if you will, that you know can't connect because, again, there's just a lack of, there's a lack of connection. There's a lack of relevance, if you will. This is, a, this is huge. And this is happening all over. It worries me. But on the other hand, not only does it worry me, but also it kind of inspires me. It inspires me to be more well-prepared than I guess I am right now. But I do believe that uh, what this means, at least in terms of this text, is that this text is one that when we hear about lepers, we hear about people that have a disease, yes, but the main ailment for those with leprosy back in the time of Jesus is that they were on the outs. They weren't welcomed as part of the community. And what this story is going to tell us is Luke's going to say, you know, Jesus is making his way on this marathon Sunday to Jerusalem, which is the finish line. And he's going to go between Samaria and Galilee, which means he's going to be a border crosser. He's going to go to those in Galilee, people who like him because he's a Jew. But he's also going to wander into Sumerian territory, into places where people think he's a nut. Because, Samar because Samaritans and Jews don't get along. And likewise, he's going to go into this unnamed village. Luke doesn't tell us the name of the village. But he's going to go into this village, and when he goes into this village, that's when the ten lepers come. Because they see something in him, and he sees something in them. A point of connection. A point where they trust in him and he is on a relentless pursuit, as God is, to bring them back into full communion, to bring them back into the community of which they've been isolated. And so it seems to me that maybe perhaps what we need to do, it's not just on me, but I think what we need to do as part of our mission at St. Pat's, and I talked about it last week pretty extensively, about inclusion, about trying to, uh, you know, 
trying to uh, change lives, radical kinship, transformative kinship, and exquisite literature, is that we need to work at it. That we need to continue to invite people into this experience. That he, people who might think they're on the outs are separated. But somehow we need to say, that's not the Jesus way. That's not what he was about. And if you will, on this marathon day, since we're using kind of the running images, if you will, but it also means that we've got to train our eyes. Everybody who did a marathon today, you, got, you had to train for it. And likewise, you and me, if we're going to be part of this journey of faith, we've got to keep training. Do the training, training our eyes, training our attitude, training our hearts, so that we'll be more inclusive and more welcoming, especially those who might feel on the outs and those who might say, well, I'm not part of it because I'm different or I haven't been going. Well, it seems to me that we need to continue to invite and encourage and create a community where all are welcome. May that be our prayer, may it be our hope, may it be our mission as we continue our journey forward. Time now for announcements and events. Thank you so much to everyone who came out to the OSP Next After 5 event on Sunday. We hope you'll join us for our next event on October 28th, the OSP Next Book Club. We'll be meeting at the Bookseller on Monday, October 28th from 7 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Newcomers are always welcome, so come on by. For book information, additional details, and a full calendar of our young adult events, visit oldstpats.org slash ospnext. And speaking of oldstpats.org, check it out when you get a chance. We've officially rolled out a new look and layout. All the same info can still be found at the same www.oldstpats.org address. It just has a fresh new look and feel. We really appreciate everyone who made this update possible. Need a good reason to wear that fun gown hanging in your closet? Get dressed up for a good cause and join us at the Emerald Ball on Friday, October 18th. Money raised by the Emerald Ball goes to support the capital needs of Old St. Patrick's. Tickets are still available on our website. Thank you for listening to the show this week. The homily was originally given at the 5 p.m. Mass on Sunday, October 13th by Father Tom Hurley. For all the info about the organizations mentioned in today's episode, a full list of our live events, and free parking information, visit our website at oldstpats.org. To stay up to date with new episodes, please follow us on Spotify. Find us on Twitter at Old St. Pat's Chicago and on Instagram at Old St. Pat's. I'm Kate Anderson. You've been listening to the Old St. Pat's Podcast. Thank you to all those who endured the uh, cold winds uh, standing outside, all the cheerleaders and all the spectators who are outside today uh, cheering on uh, 45,000 runners. Uh, I always kind of give my favorites, you know, uh, in terms of some of the things or signs that I saw, and I'm sure some of you have your own favorites, but um, I guess the uh, one I really enjoyed was uh, somebody was holding a poster that said, give 100%, uh, just not when you're donating blood. You know, so uh, 